Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Maybe I'm just nostalgic Or maybe it's truly magical It's Brooke. And, and it's producer Matt. And, and it's not producer Matt. It's co-host Matt today. Co-host Matt. Okay. You want to know a fun little fact I realized while editing last week's episode? Yeah, the one I wasn't on? Yeah. So Because I haven't seen Toy Story 4. So with you not being on that episode, officially you and I are tied for the most podcast appearances with Andrew way below us. Oh, yeah. He's missed so many. Like, I was going to say, was that the first one I missed? That's the first one you missed, and the only one that I had nothing to do with was the Frozen 2 trailer reaction. <laughs> uh, let's file that one under, like... Barely know, an episode. Not real. It's just not real. We should delete that episode, and then no one will know what we're talking about ever, except for the people that got to hear it beforehand. Uh, so, as promised at the end of last week's episode, now Andrew's away, so we're going to talk about Lion King, which he actually did see while he was away, but we'll talk about No, he saw it before he left. Oh, he did? Yeah, he did. Oh, that sneaky bastard. Yeah, he went and saw it, I think, over the weekend. He and I talked a bit about it yesterday. So, And he probably could have done this episode with us, because we theorized that Andrew would be really negative about it and just yeah. hate on everything, but he wasn't too bad in my conversation with him. Well, he did. We know for a fact that he hung out with Gleefully Tim again, so probably next oh week's episode. What are we? Just Tim's promoters? I don't like, know, but geez, I was going to say, it sounds like... a kickback from his followers? <laughs> like, come on. But it sounds like next week's episode will probably be Andrew telling us about his trip and also his feelings on Lion King. So we'll get a little bit more in that, but he's not a hater is, is where you Not entirely. Not okay. as badly as we thought, at least. Okay. Um, so, guys, new Lion King. I saw it opening night with my mom because I'm adorable like that. <laughs> I um, saw it about a week after its release, which yeah. is not on brand for me. Well, I had to see it because I was leaving for St. Martin yeah. like the next day. Well, two days later. So I was like, I got to get this in now or it's just never going to happen, just like Toy Story 4. <laughs> so I got I got to say, my first impressions are that it's gorgeous. The CGI and, like, the artwork done on this film are just so impressive, I think. There's moments 
where I thought I was watching a nature documentary. Do you remember the opening scene with the the mouse? It's incredible. I thought it was real. Yes. I was just like, what? What? Literally until Scar put his paw on it. You could have fooled me. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that didn't change at all, so that must actually yeah. be a CGI mouse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I was waiting for the awkward cut from real mouse to it's CGI mouse. mouse. Yeah. It was real the whole time. Well, fake the whole time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, I'm just so confused. I thought it was really um, interesting and also impressive how they got the little nuances of, like, all the the movements that the mouse yeah. makes. Like, its tail climbing, like, the reed. And yeah. it's, like, using it for balance and stuff. The little nose and the Oh, mouth. my God. Yeah. I was like, this is, this is ridiculous. It's absolutely the most impressive photorealistic CGI I've mean, ever I seen. I can't. They need to get some awards just based on the work they did to oh, make this look real. If they're not phenomenal. at least nominated for, like, some type of visual effects awards for this movie, then I'll be baffled because nothing's come close oh, to Oh, I it. know. It's gorgeous. Um, also, I'm sorry if you hear a drink. I'm not drinking wine. We're at work. <laughs> uh, I'm drinking Starbucks. <laughs> so, but you've been working on a... that for, like, two hours. Go very slow. You do. I got to drag Jesus. this shit out, you know? <laughs> Mine's gone before I start eating my lunch, like, 15 minutes after. No, I, I mean, I was also on, like, a call. It was yeah. real dumb. You're also drinking distracted. a cold drink. I feel like I, you get a little bit more time with that than you do with a, a hot chai. Why? A hot chai turns cold and then it's gross. Is it? Yeah, it's kind of gross. Cold. I drink, like, you know, I let my hot drinks get cold all the time. I'm still like, oh, it's pretty good. <laughs> so... I, for the most part, really enjoyed it. Like, it's it's currently I, sitting in my top ten. Not... I will go on record saying it's a good movie. Yeah. Overall, this is a good movie, and you don't need to worry about it. We're not going to give away any spoilers because they pretty much go shot for shot yeah. with the original, with a few changes in the sense that they take some things out. But I would say there's no real additions. No, there's the, the only real addition that I can think of in the movie was... Um, establishing a lot of the other characters. Like, in the cartoon, it's pretty much just Simba, Timon, and Pumbaa, but they Mm -hmm. take him to this, like, special hidden area where it's a bunch of different misfit animals. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's it. That's literally the only addition. It's, like, maybe an extra five minutes. I think they developed Shenzi a little more. And I think this... A a little more. You still don't get their whole background. um, Yeah. But there's a little more depth to her. Yeah, they made some changes to the height. There's some changes, but... full-out additions, I don't think so. I think they gave us a little bit more of a background between Scar and Mufasa that wasn't mm-hmm. that was more implied in the cartoon, but not outwardly well, stated. Well, I was going to bring up, you know our um, episode, we were like uh, misunderstood villains. Yeah, they followed we, your storyline. When we talked about Scar, and I was like, oh, he's probably like the younger brother who couldn't live up to expectations. I think one of you and literally said maybe Mufasa gave him the Scar, and that yeah. seems to be what is heavily implied yeah. in the conversation. Yeah. So, <laughs> Wow, we pretty much nailed that. Um, maybe it was just very obvious, and we thought we were smart. No, because when they started talking about it in the movie, I'm like, oh, that makes so much more sense why he would be, mm-hmm. like, this vindictive of a ruler. Yeah. Uh, so it's a good movie overall. But I was thrown off the very beginning. So you get your sun rising, you get the Nasvenya. Yeah. Or so you think. Do you really get that? Because... I remember watching the original, and when that, like, nah hits, it's oh, like, boom. But you know what they did get right? Speaking well, of the boom. Finished. Speaking of the boom is the end of the song they get right. I don't 
the the circle, the circle of life. Boom! Cut to the black screen with the words Lion King. Yeah. Just like, fuck yeah. Well, I didn't even really care about that so much because the song didn't hit me when it first came on. Yeah, it doesn't. It It seems so quiet. And I was just like, the fuck is this? Someone someone posted a picture from that. uh, I think it was probably from the cartoon. But it just said, could you imagine having to wake up at the ass crack of dawn so your boss could show off his new kid? Well, if it looked like Simba, <laughs> if they were like, look at this lion cub we got, I'd be you, down. You know what they also kind of, and I think we talked about this briefly, but they really, really trimmed down Rafiki's You importance. are jumping oh, sorry, sorry. all over the Well, place. because he's in, he's in the circle of life sequence. Calm down. Sorry. Also, speaking of, like, your boss showing you the baby... What do the fucking royals do? As soon as they have a baby and they come out, everyone flocks. They're just like, yes, show me the baby. They really should just show that baby to the circle of life. They really should. So I'm just saying, that's been a human nature thing for a while. So they just implied that on animals. Anyway, Nas, Venya, Circle of Life song doesn't hit you when it comes on. But the most irritating part of that whole thing, different singer. They redid the song. That pisses me off. I wanted that one piece of the original... To be kept. To be kept. And I feel like why... I, I feel like the, the redoing it didn't add anything. Yeah. It just pissed me off. I was like, <laughs> we're not off to a Almost, good start. So, so what I'm picking up is that both of the live action movies that you've seen this year... Opening song disappointment. Very. <laughs> Between Very Arabian so. Nights and Circle of Life. But then you see Mufasa, little baby Simba, and it's all just, you know, it's great. <laughs> it's great. So cute. Uh, I feel like the rest of the movie kind of goes off, you know, as expected. You go through the whole storyline. Um, Andrew did share with me that he thought the voice of young Simba didn't fit the cub. Oh, I disagree. I just told him I disagree as well. I think there was more of an issue with... Donald Glover is yeah, older Yeah, that's what I told him. I was like, Donald Glover didn't fit the look of the lion to me as older Simba. Like, the voice didn't uh, match what I was looking at. I almost think Donald Glover's voice would have been better for younger Simba, honestly, because he still has a youthful voice despite the age He does have a very youthful voice. And I don't know. It just it didn't fit as a lion to me. No. I think he'd be goofy. a hell of a cheetah. Oh. <laughs> Lion, I'm you not really thought it. about this long and hard. What the proper animal was the for Donald? The thing about his voice, it <laughs> totally fits a cheetah. I'll take your word on it. You should because I'm right. <laughs> anyway, uh, I was talking to Andrew, and I was really disappointed with "I Just Can't Wait to Be King." I was a little disappointed by that, but I, I mean, there's a song that I'm way more disappointed at than that one. Well. Because uh, it's barely a song in this movie. Yeah, I, I honestly... So, what he's talking about is Be Prepared was originally going to be cut from the film, but people kind of flipped out. There was an uproar, <laughs> if you will. Um, <laughs> and so they put it back in, in a sense. It's not the same song from the original. It's different, but there's like an ode to Be Prepared. Yeah. Honestly, it didn't bother me that much. I think for me, because it's such, like, to me, it's like that important, unfortunate souls are like the villains, like mm-hmm. the iconic villain songs. So, like, I'd almost rather it not be there at all than, like, whatever it actually ended up being. I feel like it's fine where it is, because I feel like Scar's known for his killing of Mufasa. Yeah. So, like, the song is kind of secondary to that whole act that it, it just, for me, it, could have been cut, and the fact that it was there, it doesn't really make a difference. It, I get why it was intended I, I to be cut. I love the song, oh. Be Prepared. It's awesome. 
But, like, it didn't bother me that it was different and, you know, not as good. It makes more sense to me for it to have just been cut because in the cartoon, the hyenas are definitely implied as, like, long-time henchmen Mm -hmm. of Scars where it would make sense that it's this rallying cry for them to, like, finally do what they've been planning to do. Whereas in this one, it's literally the song he sings to convince them to trust him, which it's, like, doesn't really work in that since I get why they're just like, no, we don't need that song. We just need him to show up and be like, hey, I'll protect you guys fan if you help service. me kill. Yeah. It's fan service. Sometimes fan service is the fucking worst. <laughs> yep, I've seen Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. Um, so I just can't wait to be King disappointed in me. I feel like that could have been really fun and very, like, vibrant with the colors. Very playful. And it was it, it's a little playful, but... It didn't, like, it wasn't as fun as the original. I feel like the biggest issue is that John Oliver is a very good Zazu, but he's not a good singer, so he really... If you bring this up in any more of the live-action films, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. I'm just saying. He's not a very good singer. Well, you're doing a musical. I'm just saying. It's not a fucking musical. It's an animated film with some songs in it. Let's calm down. It's a musical. Oh, my God, Matt. It's fine. (laughs) Check IMDb. I guarantee it says musical. It's not a big fucking deal. Because you and I, I have beef with you over this other part of oh, this Oh, we'll movie. get into that. But that's fine. So you're just wrong. You're I just No, wrong I agree with, with your perspective that it's fitting for the character with the Pumbaa thing. What I'm saying, though, is that for I Just Can't Wait to Be King, Zazu is a big chunk of that song. He doesn't even sing in it, really. I know, but that's the thing. Like, it felt like... I'm not saying that it's because he's a bad singer. What I'm saying is because he's not a singer, I think that you can hear, like, a lack of confidence in him doing Zazu during that song versus the rest of the movie where it feels very much like John Oliver is having a good time with that character. I feel like he's supposed to feel a little uncomfortable because he's losing Simba. He's losing track of him. This is... This is a, a battle that neither one of us is going to win. No, I'm going to win. It's like that's, the VHS argument. <laughs> oh, oh God, I don't even need. <laughs> you can think you're winning that one all you want. <laughs> I'll let you have your fun, but I know the truth. Uh, so anyway, that was kind. That kind of fell flat, uh, flat for me a little bit, just because I thought they could have done so much more. I agree. Um, anyway, Simba does his thing. They go to the graveyard. Blah blah blah. Fast forward to the stampede. Okay. I gotta admit, it didn't hit me as emotionally hard as I thought it was going to. No, I I think that it's the one big negative with the photorealism is that the lion's animals, faces can't yeah, emote. <laughs> the animals do not show the same emotion because they look so real as the animated ones. So it's they don't hit you in the feels as much. Yeah, you need you Simba's eyes welling up. Yeah. yeah. But I was thankful for that, honestly, because I was like, oh, God, I don't want to freaking cry tonight. <laughs> so I got sad, but I wasn't like a mess. Uh, but, you know, James Earl Jones is Mufasa. Like, he, you can hear that he sounds a little old. Yeah. But still, so he's, so happy he was back. Right, he's like 86. Yeah, he's right not now. old. Yeah, I mean, old. he was old then. Yeah, so like, he was, I think he was the oldest voice actor on both of those projects. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> he didn't get any younger. But he did a really good job. I liked that. Um, and then let's just insert the best part of the movie, Timon and Pumbaa. Boom. They show you, up. You were... The most terrified about the Simone casting. Yeah, Billy Eichner. I hated his character on Parks and Rec. We've been through this, but he was such a good Timon. He was so. He's fantastic. He was hilarious. I think I appreciate Timon so much more as an adult, with his self-deprecating humor and his depression and just masking it with humor. So I found this to be a really cool fact: was that 
for the way that they were directed was that uh, John Favreau brought the two of them in and had them practice their lines on a stage like they were doing a like a play. Mm-hmm. And after they went ran through the script three or four times, he then told them to throw away the script and just do as much as they could remember and fill the rest with improv. Mm-hmm. And that, according to Bill Eichner, like 90% of the Timon and Pumbaa scenes are them just having fun riffing off of what they could remember. I mean, I feel like that's what we all expected would yeah. happen. Yeah, and they did it. It's very rare that this happens, but they had both of them in the studio together recording the dialogue. That's exactly yeah. what Andrew and I said was going to happen. Yeah, it's so good, though. They're, they're back like and forth. I if you're going to do Timon and Pumbaa, you have to have the same people in the room recording those lines because yeah. there's too much back and forth. You have to be able to read each other. But they're the best part of the movie, I think. They're so funny. So freaking funny. Cracked up. Um they go into uh, Hakuna Matata. Matt has this dumb opinion that it's not that good because I did Seth not Rogen say that. can't sing. I, you are taking what I said and putting words in my mouth. All I said was that I was shocked that they weren't like, maybe we'll bring in someone else to sing Pumbaa's part. That's it. The song's fine. If they're not going to bring someone else in to sing talk... Be prepared. I'm Zazu or <laughs> be prepared. <laughs> I don't think they're going to do that for Pumbaa. Yeah, which according to Seth Rogen, he felt so bad for Pharrell because that was who was assigned to him to teach Seth Rogen how to sing. And he's like, what you're hearing is me giving my absolute best attempt at singing. I love that he's not good at it. I love that th- that makes it into the movie because yeah. I feel like it's real to Pumbaa. Like, yeah. I would not expect him to be a good singer. And to me, it just gives it more character, more charm. I think it's perfect. I just missed that big, when I was a young warthog. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. Let it go. Let <laughs> Wrong it movie. Go. <laughs> Let it go. But, no, I think that they are great. They are delightful. They're charming. Mm-hmm. They're funny. They're so good. Obviously, Simba grows up, blah, blah, blah. We get the extended in they, the jungle, which is really fun. Yes, we do. <laughs> it is really fun. Uh, and then, you know, Beyonce goes looking for, <laughs> for Simba. <laughs> and, and I'll say this. So Beyonce does a good job of being Beyonce. She had to record about ten lines, it seems. Yeah. She, I mean, I saw a lion, but I also just saw Beyonce's face on the lion. I was just like, okay, Beyonce, what are we, what are we doing? Um, she goes and finds Simba. They do that whole thing. Uh, Can you feel the love tonight? She completely overwhelms Donald Glover in that song, which kind of is a bummer because I love him. Uh, I do think that it's probably of the songs the best. It, of it is good. Yeah. It's no Jason Derulo. No, they should just but, play that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would have just like burst into <laughs> flame due to excitement. That would have been amazing. Uh, but it's good, and I, the whole scene is very, again, very, very pretty. You got like lion love, whatever. Uh, <laughs> lion love. That whole thing with like her going to find him is like when she runs away, and it's just Beyonce's song playing yeah. over Beyonce's character. And I was just like, this is too much, Beyonce. Like I never <laughs> and thought that's I'd coming see from the you, day. But it just, that the spirit song doesn't fit with that scene to No, me. I think I your think call of forced, it being an ending credit song is end, way better. Spirit's an end credit song, and I really think they missed the mark there. Uh, but anyway, uh, you know, we get the, the whole scene with Rafiki. Rafiki is basically a footnote in this yeah. movie. Which, 
I can tell you one scene that I could have definitely lived without was like the five minute journey of a piece of fur and going through like an animal's digestive system just to get it to that Rafiki. Was a, a choice. <laughs> yeah, on I was their like, part. why is this here? I was like, oh, the giraffe's eating it now. What's the point? What the fuck? Like, we're just gonna just gonna shit it out. And we're yeah. back to this. And then it just goes through a dung beetle, yeah. and then the dung explodes, and it's still like I was just like, this is so much work. Yeah, I was like, the wind just could have taken it. <laughs> like, why is that such a bad idea? Uh, but I think it, it's supposed to show, like, the circle of life. Like, yeah. literally, like, everything touches everything, c- can go anywhere. Uh, I think that was their point. At least I hope so. I hope there was a point to that because weird. When I inevitably buy the DVD and listen to the commentary track, I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> you could still get commentary and stuff by getting it digitally. <laughs> so you're a freaking weirdo. Anyway, we get some Rafiki. Not as good as the original. Um, he doesn't do the whole, like, hit, hits him on the head, and, like, you could learn from the past or yeah. run from it. I really wanted that to happen. Um, but I think the scene where Simba looks into the, the pond and then looks up and, like, sees, you know, like, his dad in the clouds, but that was still very pretty and touching. And I like that they didn't do, like, in the movie, it's, like, very much an animated drawing of Mufasa. Mufasa. It's more just, like... The clouds are vaguely in the shape of his face, mm-hmm. and the lightning... It's, like, lighting it up so yeah. you can see it. Yeah, I think it was very well done. Yeah, that was cool. Um, Simba goes back. He he wins the Pride Lands back, but not without a little help from his friends, like Beyonce, Timon, Pumbaa, and Zazu. Uh, they changed Timon and Pumbaa's thing. Yeah, because it was them, like, dressed up. It was a Hawaiian, like, Timon is in, like, a hula skirt, right? And then Pumbaa's got, like, an apple in his mouth and shit. Yeah. In the original. But they do a Beauty and the Beast They do, yeah. They do Beauty and the Beast instead, which I'm still fine with. Yeah, I laugh. It's good. Um, Rafiki shows up with his, you know, little staff and kicks some ass. I think it's too goofy to be in the movie, but I I kind of was bummed that we didn't get... uh, Zazu singing, I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. I was disappointed <laughs> in that too. I was like waiting for him. Like, are they gonna? Are they gonna do that? But I was like, I guess that's like that shows Scar being too goofy and silly. I think for... it doesn't fit with the realism of yeah. the actual animation. So, whatever. Yeah, I have the cartoon to watch for that. Yeah, it's it's fine. Um, then we do the whole the whole fight scene. Whatever, Simba wins. We know how it ends. Yeah. Uh, Again, I thought it was a good movie. I would watch it again. I'm jealous of kids that get both versions now in their life. Uh, But nothing's going to beat the original. I will say the other thing that kind of let me down, not in like a big way, but like I was really hoping that Key would be funnier. He had like two lines. That's what I mean. I was like... I was like, oh, they casted him as one of the hyenas. That's going to be great. And then, like... He had two lines. Yeah, I was like, why did you bring him in? Yeah, it was... <laughs> that part, like, I was like, why? Why? Like, especially if you could have done... I mean, I didn't know you haven't seen Toy Story 4 yet, but, you know, they brought in Key and Peele to voice two characters mm-hmm. that are hanging out together. Like, bring them in for the hyenas, too, and let them just do their thing. Well, that's that's what I thought they would do, <laughs> just like with Timon and Pumbaa. Like, yeah. get those guys in a room and let them just kind of riff off each other and have fun. Um, I did. I'm pretty sure they modeled Eddie after Coda. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was their inspiration for Eddie. Because when he 
they're in the cave, and he goes and he lays right next to Bonsai. Yeah. Bonsai's like, we got this whole place, and you're laying right next to him. He's like, oh, sorry. And he just gets up and then lays on the other side of him. I was like, that is Coda. I'm like, that is my dog, like to a T. So Coda's in the movie briefly. Yeah, very briefly. But I agree. I've, I've dog sat for you for a day, and that was very much yes, the mood that Coda set. That's his life. That's, you know, those are the choices he makes. Yeah, all in all, I definitely think that the people who are just overly trashing this movie, it's just complaining for the sake of complaining. And I think they're going to do that with every live action oh, and like remake because, I don't know, people just want to be angry. Well, the next one is in November. And it's when the Disney Plus app drops is the Lady in the Tramp live action, which oh, I'm kind of curious. I'm not going to look at that one like it's a real like live action remake. It's probably going to be like one of those Air Bud movies. <laughs> like that's what I'm. You're just thinking the animated mouth moving yeah, real like low budget. Movie. Yeah, I'm just like, what's going to happen here? But yeah, it's. I mean, will I watch it? Probably. Oh, 100. I mean, if if our <laughs> Our local curmudgeon Daniel could still come in and say, "I thought it was fine," and people are overreacting. Then, is like, that what we, he said? Yeah. Then clearly, people also, are you overreacting. Also, him a curmudgeon, and he still chooses to come after me all the time. <laughs> Jesus. That's because I hung out with him and called him a curmudgeon to his face. <laughs> what the hell? He's a lovely person, Daniel. It was very nice meeting you. I can't wait till next year. I like that you and Andrew are like meeting fans, and I'm just like, <laughs> I don't like people. Just like, go away, <laughs> leave me alone. I mean, Andrew's meeting a guest that's been on the show twice, and I'm meeting a guy who found out about us from Comic-Con. I don't think it's really that big of a deal. Still, I haven't met anyone. That's because you haven't left Pennsylvania except for, like, St. Martin's and your parents' place. My parents live in Pennsylvania, well, first of all. You haven't gone to conventions Second of all, and stuff. Neither has Andrew. You're going to see Tim. I've gone to Chicago. I've gone to Disney World. Well, you could have hung out with Stephen Isbay while you were in Chicago. <laughs> Is that where he lives? Yeah. Stephen Isbay lives in Chicago. Interesting. Well, I didn't hang out with him, so anyway. <laughs> You're going to see Tim soon, right? Uh, yeah, I'm supposed to see him in like two weeks. Well, I say supposed to, but I'm going to reach out to him and see if he's available. I'm pretty sure he's going to say for you. Well, he's, sure. he's moving to New York soon. Yeah, he's been moving to New York soon. No, he's for... like leaving in a few weeks. Oh, gotcha. Oh, yes. man, that would be your luck that you show oh, no, up. I already told Andrew. I was like, oh, my God, he's going to be gone when I get there. But I don't think he's leaving until like a, a few weeks after I'm there. I mean, you both get to meet him before me, so that's huge. We'll see. We'll see if I actually <laughs> meet him. Remains to be seen. Anyway. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Lion King live action is a good movie. Good. Not better than the original. Do you rank it above or below or on par with Aladdin? I would rank it above Aladdin just because it hits me more of my nostalgia because it's more true to the movie. Yeah. That's kind of where I placed it. Or like Aladdin, I still love Aladdin. Yeah. But, you know, it's a different – it's way more different than the original, so – yeah, I mean, I really have liked everything that Disney's put out this year, even the Dumbo that you guys hate it. But no, Dumbo wasn't good. Dumbo <laughs> was not good. Uh, didn't like that. But yeah, the last Disney release is um, like theatrically is Frozen too. So oh my god, I already Frozen. asked Gia if she'll go see it with me. She said yes. So I am hooked. Yeah, to that'll. See that. Usually we try to give you guys like a month to see the movie, but I have a feeling that all three of us are going to see we're Frozen go two so quickly that it'll we're be out. Talk about it, <laughs> yeah. and if people don't want spoilers, don't listen to that. Just episode. skip that episode. But I'm not. I'm not going to wait for your you host to see it. So <laughs> all right, that well, is all. That that's it. 
All right, guys. Andrew will be back for next week. So, gang's all here. Yeah. First time recording in your place in like a month and a half. I know. It's been forever. You guys can finally drink wine again. Oh, my God. Well, we've been, we haven't had any wine the last few times we've recorded in the house. That's what I mean. You were trying to get your, your vacation body. I know. I'm still trying to get my vacation body. And vacation's over. Yeah. I'm still trying to get yeah, it. Yeah. What, what are you doing? <laughs> Drink a wine next week. I'm preparing for the next vacation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Yeah, but I bet it's there's food put on the table. I don't know. Their pizza was mentioned for tonight, so. <laughs> That's what I mean. I think, I think it's easy to say no, but once food is put on the table, I it's a game changer. Avocado I need to well, I mean, that's oh, a healthy, healthy little thing. So you need literally everything that goes into guac except for the avocado. I have red onion. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.